Well, welcome everyone to the Vibrant Family Podcast of FCBC Walnut. We're on episode number six, and this is where we talk about church as family and family as church. And I'm Katie Lee, the children's director here at FCBC, and with me is PT. Hello, everyone. How are you doing, PT, today? Pretty good. Good. Yeah. You know, we're embarking on the holiday season now. We are. It's all upon us. Yes, it's all about celebrations. And, you know, people talk about things that they're thankful for mm-hmm. and things what they're doing for the holidays. Well, what's your take on that? Well, it's definitely a busy season. It seems like you don't run out of things to do, places to be, people to see. So people seem pretty heavy laden and anxious during this time, running around all over the place. Is that how you feel? I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way at all. Um, there are things coming up, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just not as busy or, or maybe I just see things differently. But I, I'm thankful for this time. I'm not too busy. What, what are you um, thinking of when you say thankful? I think being thankful begins with the fact that we as followers of Jesus have someone that we can look to to thank. Thanksgiving is kind of a strange holiday if you don't have someone to whom you look to as a benefactor, as a generous being, someone that provides and cares for you. It's kind of weird to just thank someone that's like you or to thank some obscure, nameless circumstance. And so the fact that we're going through this season just reminds me that our Heavenly Father made us, loves us, saved us through His Son Jesus, and is working on us in the power of the Holy Spirit. So it reminds me that I'm a child of God during this time. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm also thankful for the community because we we because we are um, saved by uh, Jesus, that bonds us together in unity, and we have a community of believers as brothers and sisters. I'm thankful for that, you know, because I can't imagine uh, going through life um, without the church. Yeah, yeah, it's it's more than just programs to run or people to see or things to do, but you really feel a sense of security and identity and home when you're anchored in a church family. And when we, as we celebrate, you know, we think about the people, we think about shopping, we think about um, what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. It's all about the people. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go shopping for the holidays, you don't think about, well, what am I going to buy for myself? Mm-hmm. I think about what food am I going to serve to other people, what presents I'm going to get for other people. So is it, there's a, I like the season of celebrating people yeah. as it intentionally gives us that focus on thinking about people we're thankful for, people in our lives. Yeah. And I think that's a a really great bent to take because the responsibilities and the obligations that we have sometimes with the holidays, if we only fixate on those things and deadlines and finances and schedules, it it does become very taxing. But when we see all those things as growing our relationships and investing in people, then all of a sudden you see something further down the horizon. And I think that uh, exactly, PT, you know what? This fits in so well in what we've been working on is simulation process about people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. Well, we've been spending this year just talking about what a church family can look like, that if we're brothers and sisters journeying together following Jesus, and Jesus rounded up disciples to invest in one another in community and to use their gifts to serve in ministry, we want that to be in our church too. We want people to follow Jesus together too, intentionally and meaningfully. And so now we're turning the corner into 2020, where not only do we have a pathway in place, but we're starting to build the on-ramps and we're starting to spot leaders to train and and put in modules of training and times to launch groups and ways to prepare people for ministry. So it's pretty exciting times right now. 
Well, you know what really makes sense to me about this is, you know, when you talked before, honestly, about on-ramps and assimilation, I had no idea what you were talking about. No one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> but now I get it. I get it. Uh, well, what's exciting to me is this. What I finally get is this, that we're not doing anything new. Uh-huh. It's already, it's what we've been already doing organically. Yeah. But now we're putting it in the pathway, in the process, and make it more intentional so that new people, or even people who's been here but don't exactly know what we've been doing. How do you get into a group? How do you grow as a disciple? How do you get trained? How do you get to be a leader? Uh, all that happened, it happened, it, it's been happening. It's just uh, uh, there isn't a clear process uh, where people know the rhythm of the church and how this is how we grow as a disciple. So now I get it. Well, that's great. And I think we're all learning as we go. Uh, this month, we've been going through this memorizing of the Beatitudes with family ministry, with the parents and with the students and the counselors. And one of the Beatitudes that we're looking at is what it means to be spiritually poor and desperate so that we find Christ to be beautiful and a treasure. And a lot of times, especially we're thinking about the holidays, you know, we think about all the things that we can eat, all the things that we can have, but then we give God very little room. And so when we're thinking about this, you know, discipleship pathway and how to follow Jesus, and we realize that, you know what, if we make time for God and make time for each other and make time and prioritize all these steps, then we won't just be keeping busy, but we'll actually be growing and we'll be learning and we'll be helping one another in the process. Yeah, and I think it does take work. Mm -hmm. It does take adjustments to our regular life. Mm -hmm. It does take... Uh, a certain amount of um, intentional investment into people. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. We can't invest in everyone as generous and as gifted as many of us are in our congregation. But we can invest the way that Jesus did in one group of people at a time. And so the heart of the simulation process is how do you commit and grow with one group of people at a time, whether it's in a particular community group or a small group to go deep, whether it's in a ministry team so that you can use your gifts and learn develop leadership, um, train and coach other people. We could do that one group of people at a time. And then if the church family consists of everyone that's committed in community and ministry, then we're all able to run together. And that's how you make a big church small. Yeah. And that's how you can live out the the one another's in the church. You know, you come to church and you come to service mm-hmm. and you can't live out the one another. You can't love one another. You can't serve one another. You can't forgive one another in that way. But in the in the group, you can. In yeah. the smaller group, you can. That's and right. And we can practice what Jesus taught us. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of adjustments, I've had to make adjustments in my life, but good stuff. What's been going on, Katie? Well, have you heard that I have two granddaughters? Two granddaughters? Yes, in one year. That's amazing. My daughter had a baby for uh, almost four months ago, and my son had a baby about a month ago. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, now they can enter crawling contests together and they can share (laughs) toys together or fight over the same toys. Yeah, it's nice for them to be able to grow best cousins. Yeah. Um, But, you know, thinking about them kind of has application for me for the church. Mm. And as we talk about our new building coming up, Mm -hmm. we have new additions to the family. And, you know, honestly, I've had to adjust my thinking. Mm -hmm. I have to not give unsolicited advice as a grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, isn't that hard to do? Oh, yeah. I talked to other grandmas in and in, in the church and they're like, "Yeah, you got to zip zip it. <laughs> don't say it, don't say it." Yeah. But you know, those kind of adjustments is good is for my I see how I need to grow. Mm-hmm. How uh, people ask me what is it like to be a grandma? And I said, "I don't know. I think it's a 
it's uh, there's a lot of joy in it, definitely. But yeah. there's a lot of adjustment. Sometimes it's hard. Yeah. You know, I want to tell my son, do it this way. I tell my daughter, you know, this is the way you do it. And so I'm seeing how the sins that it brings out the sins in my life mm. that it was not apparent before because I I wasn't a grand. Not before. Right. Now in that stage, I'm discovering things where, oh man, I, I, I'm still sinful in these ways. And, and God is still is using that as mm. a family, as church, to use that process, this stage of my life to as a sanctifying process for me. Oh, that's great. And I mean, in terms of disciple making, how has becoming a grandmother given you insights into how we help people follow Jesus? Well, definitely seeing the babies grow mm -hmm. so much each day just by milk. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me the power of the milk of the word. The, yeah. The word. Yeah. That just feed them. <laughs> just feed them. Yeah. You know, that's all the babies need. You just feed them. And I think with uh, just going back to the basic, mm. you know, as I, the, the babies need to sleep. I said, just let them sleep. Just right. let them eat. You yeah. know, well, that's what it is. The basics of discipleship, Disciple, yeah. uh, the basics of disciple making. Yeah. Yeah. Babies are so helpless, aren't they? So a lot of times, um, you know, the connection that, that I make, you know, being a dad too, uh, being a dad of infants, kind of, I don't remember that anymore, but you can kind of see all the new babies around us and that's exciting. But a lot of times when people, you know, they become Christians, they commit to following Jesus, they get baptized, they say a pledge, they, you know, keep covenants, all of these things. But then it's almost like, you know, they become lost in our congregation of 450 people if we don't do the best that we can, as we would for human babies to help them take the next step because when they're new it's when they're the most needy they don't understand everything but that's not the point they don't need to understand everything we need to help them take the next step and to be connected to a group where they could know and be known to others and as god has given them gifts to give them a chance to serve and to do simple things to do things they love to do things that fit uh, how god has made them and so that's for me, part of the heart of the discipleship pathway too in the assimilation process is we got to just see the people that join, the newest ones especially, how are we helping them take that next step the way that we would for a human baby that comes into our families? Well, as I see my granddaughters thriving in their home and their families, all about the relationship, mm. the relationship with their parents, with the mother, first of all, of course, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then with the father and then me and then extended family, mm -hmm. the only thing they know is eating, sleeping, and people around them. And kind of that's kind of what how Jesus designed the church. Yeah. Uh, it's all about the people. Yeah. It's about the relationships. Right. It's not what I give, it's not about the toys I give to my granddaughters. Right. You know, it's being there, visiting them. And which is an adjustment I've had to make is the time. Yeah. And that's the way it was with discipleship too. Yeah. It's uh, intentional going there, being there visiting you know spending time together yeah and if you spend the time with them then you will naturally know what to give to them that they'll maybe appreciate or like and you'll know their hearts enough as they grow up to you know figure out what they'll enjoy at every single season and be able to buy them wonderful presents yeah no i don't buy presents okay that's that's good to know <laughs> i don't like to go shopping maybe if there's something on sale at costco i might buy them something okay well, this is documented here. Okay. <laughs> well, as we wrap up this episode, PT, um, what would you like to say to our, to our audience in this season of Thanksgiving? Well, I think we're just really thankful uh, to you guys. Those of you that are 
out there that may receive this. And those of you that have taken the time along the way to, to journey with us, you know, this is episode six. So we have a six pack of just uh, hearing the two of us um, you know, talk about a variety of things. But at the end of the day, the reason why we wanted to do this uh, is because we just wanted to have an opportunity to, to engage with the church family in a meaningful way. You know, there's so many things that we think about and talk about, whether it's uh, pastorally or just even in committing ourselves, you know, to your lives and to knowing how you guys are doing, um, to be able to walk with you through the ups and downs, that this is just an expression, an overflow of so many things that crosses our minds and in our prayers as we think of you. So thank you guys for walking with us and just listening to this. If you have, if you haven't, it's okay. Um, but this <laughs> all is just, four of them. Yeah, yeah all, all four of the listeners. No, we, we think there might be more. Um, we just have to get our family members involved. Um, but just thank you guys for just being on the other end of this. And um, as, as it is, we just want to continue to connect with you. And um, we'd love to get any questions that you have or any you know, issues that you want to see addressed. We'd love to talk about all those things. How about you, Katie? Well, I'm thankful that this podcast has been a fun journey. It's a fun project for us to record this for you. And we do want this to be not just a podcast where we talk about something, mm -hmm. but we're talking about vision. We're talking about where our church is going and what excites us about what God is doing. Mm -hmm. So I'm thankful that every time we have a podcast, PT, we have something exciting to talk about. There's and I'm so thankful. much happening. I'm thankful to the audience for sharing our excitement. And I hope you are. And I hope you're excited about this journey of church as family and family as church and that we continue to grow together in this way. I'm thankful that we have this platform to be able to talk to you about stuff that maybe we don't normally uh, talk about uh, mm -hmm. when we see you at church or mm -hmm. something, you know? So I'm thankful for this audience to engage with us in this topic. So PT, I'm going to give you one last chance. Tell us what's going to happen in January and then we're going to close. Well, in January, we're going to launch a bunch of groups. Many of them are community groups. Some are small groups that are open just for the January launch. But this is our congregational next step so that anyone that's coming through, uh, if they want to be connected to Christian community, whether as a non-believer, whether as a new believer, whether as a seasoned believer, whether as someone that's older that wants to build intergenerational relationships or to walk with their peers, it's going to be a wonderful opportunity for us to take an on-ramp together as a congregation, as a church family, and to put people in groups where they can commit to others. So really excited about this. This has been a work in progress. It's been an amazing team and so thankful for all the leaders that have come on board to hear the vision, attend the orientation, and now are preparing actively uh, to make this happen. So in December, you know, look out in English congregation for the announcements about open enrollment. We want you guys, if you want to join a group and commit to following Jesus with other people, uh, to be able to have the opportunity to do so. Please interact with us. We will be at the Next Steps area on the finance side, stage right of the Mac. Yeah, and if you have any questions between uh, any time, feel free to contact us as well. So with that, we'll see you next time. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. And Merry Christmas, maybe. We might get an episode before Christmas. Mm, let's see if we can do that. <laughs>